0: Guys, girls, ladies, gays and theys, how the bloody hell are we all doing this week? I hope we're doing well. It's been a hot minute, I do realise, but you know, I could say your girl's studying hard for her exams, but that would be a little bit of a white lie. So studying, but not necessarily hard. Um, I have been honestly genuinely busy, but in that time I've been able to gather together some of the possibly best content I've ever had. I have probably had the most embarrassing couple of weeks that you could possibly imagine. Um, so I'm going to share a couple of those stories with you. To start off, um, I had an absolutely desperate moment. I kind of, you know, when you're sitting in class and, you know, if you have a free period or you kind of, you know, you go to school somewhere where, you know, the teacher's out and you have a free period, another teacher comes in to supervise and everyone kind of like listens to music and that type of thing. Um, it is my dreaded worst nightmare to um, have to you know someone hear my earphones or like have my earphones on too high of a volume um it is a worst nightmare so anyway I'm sitting there and I had to borrow a friend's earphones um that day and got into the class everything was fine got a notification that a new Emma Chamberlain YouTube video came out so obviously had to click onto that straight away was watching it and then I was going I can't hear it so I was hiring it up hiring it up hiring it up I had it on full volume and I couldn't hear a thing and it turns out the earphones were broken and I was playing Emma Chamberlain full blast in front of my whole class and my the two friends sitting beside me would have thought they were loyal and told me but no the teacher came over and god love her she is the nicest person in the world. So she didn't even care. And like, I couldn't even make an excuse because the YouTube video was I was literally watching it It was right in front of me when she came over and I was trying to exit off. But like she could hear it anyway, I was not to be saved. And I was like, Oh, I'm listening to a podcast and just died, died. It was playing full blast in front of everyone. And honestly died a slow death, wanted to die. And then she also had us in a period the next day or like a couple days after and she made like a full-blown like court case statement being like can everyone just like make sure that you know the like volumes like really down in your earphones we don't want to hear the ABBA music you're listening to and I'm like that was directed at me and I still want to die so that was probably like if you have any sort of social anxiety you totally get me in the sense that you just want to curl up and die in a hole Um, And that's definitely what I wanted to do. And it was traumatizing, like utterly traumatizing. Second thing, had an absolutely god-awful period, like an honestly like traumatizing period. On this podcast, we're taking away the stigma about periods. Periods are periods and I want to normalize wanting to absolutely mass murder everyone on your period. So let me explain. I'm not condoning illegal violence, but I'm condoning the (laughs) <laughs> the kind of normalization of wanting to mass murder a group of people let me explain uh, I'm not a do- violent person and I don't have anger issues to the knowledge of my extent but for this particular week of my period I honestly was contemplating it had I been this monster my whole life um and wanted to genuinely murder so many people for no apparent reason I mean they could have been sitting beside me and just like breathed too loud and I would have gone absolutely insane I was so angry at everyone and genuinely like my last couple of weeks has just been like such a drag it was such nice weather like I know like who are you 90 talking about the weather but it was honestly such nice weather up until now and it is lashing like honestly lashing also had the most mortifying experience of my life Um, went to the beach socially distanced with friends of course and we were outside all that jazz staying safe you know yourself and went and needed to emergency pee again we're normalizing these crippling anxiety moments on the podcast but also the needing to pee in public and peeing in a bush so obviously opted for the bush option was like literally down the end of the beach no toilet inside was like oh my god gonna have to pee in a bush so now, when I say I peed myself, I didn't actually peed myself. I technically peed on myself, and anyway, completely was wearing beige, beige trousers, like beige trousers, like wanted to die. The whole back of them turned a shade of dark brown. I was like, oh my god, someone was coming, and I rushed the pee and peed all over myself. So like, do want to die? Um, and then had to swap tracksuit bottoms with another friend of mine who was nice enough to actually give me his traxy bottoms while he wore someone else's swimming shorts and I had to go home on the bus in another friend's traxy bottoms with my pee stained base trousers in my bag. To say I was mortified was a whole different thing. My friend that was with me just started breaking her heart laughing. She nearly died. Don't blame her. Um but honestly just a traumatising experience altogether and the fact that I had to go home with the bus and just like just came home and was like, get me into a shower and then curl me up into a ball. I want to die. And I mean, do you know what? During these times, you might look at me and go, She has the confidence of a queen. Which I do. Confidence, we were blessed with it. God gave me um, you know, a lot of embarrassing moments in my personality, but also gave me um, you know, great confidence to push through these times. Also, this week had If you don't know, I have a crippling fear of answering the door when I'm home alone. I have no fear of being home alone. Like I'm home alone right now. I'll probably stick on the chains, have a dance party. No problem. No problem to me whatsoever. Love being home alone. But if someone dares answer the door, I go straight into where's the nearest knife. I need to defend myself. Someone's here to mass murder me. So, had an experience with a DPD man before. Don't know if I've told the story before, but we're gonna go at it anyway. So the DPD man came, this was probably about two months ago, and like knocked on my door or whatever, but I was sitting in my sitting room, and from the front like gate, you can see who's in the sitting room, so what do you do when there's a man coming, you're dressed in your full, um, you know, like dressing gown gear at 2pm Sunday, logical thing to do obviously is drop to your floor, Um, so I dropped to the floor so he couldn't see me, but then he looked in the window of my (laughs) of my sitting room and saw me on the floor um crying and literally looked at me like I was a deranged animal do we blame him no I mean I did look psychotic but we kind of made eye contact for a solid five seconds and then I think he just was a bit disturbed and left um do we blame him no I mean if I had saw that I would have been traumatized but I was literally on the floor of my sitting room with him looking like I mean, dropped to the floor like bare grills, like i was I was crawling like an army troop, like I was so bad, um had another one of these experiences where my mom like you know when someone calls to the house, your mom's expecting them, they normally give you a heads up. I knew that there was a windows man coming, okay, so window Man is coming to check out the windows in my house, don't know why, don't know when, but I was aware of it, but like I didn't know, so anyway, I'm in full pajama gear blaring another love in my kitchen studying by the way but mostly singing and having a dance party anyway I think someone knocks at the door but I'm actually blaring music so loud to the point that my neighbors were probably complaining so I had no idea if they did or not so I kind of didn't want to check um luckily I was in my kitchen not in my sitting room so he couldn't see me and I was kind of like oh my god I don't like I really don't want to open this door um so I go up anyway and I'm like oh my god I don't know him you know whatever I thought it possibly was my mom home I'm home alone and I'm like I'm just not gonna answer it so he's there ringing the bell ringing the bell standing there for no joke about 10 minutes and I'm like it's gotten to the point now where I've left it too long that if I go up to the door it's just too awkward he's gonna be like where have you been for the last 10 minutes ignoring me um so didn't do that and instead stood there and then he left anyway, I was like, thank God, and then my mum came in, so I was like, I'm going to have to make up an excuse, because my mum's going to get so mad at me, because she got so mad at me with the DPD man, being like, oh my god, that was my order, why couldn't you just open the door, and now he's to come back, and you know, the way with DPD, they're paying and the arse, and you have to like, rearrange the delivery times and all this, so she was like, proper pissed, don't blame her, and I was like, oh my god, she's going to get so angry at me, so she comes, she's standing at the door, and um, I let her in. Blah blah blah. No, I sorry. I just hear her come in. Um, she has the keys. Blah blah blah. And when she walked in, I'm like, I'm gonna have to make an excuse. <laughs> so to my mom listening to this now, like you know, you know what happened now. Um, but she walked in anyway. And I was like, oh, my God, mom, like, I think the windows man came. But, like, I was on the loo and I didn't make it down in time. And, like, I was just like, oh, you know yourself. I was, like, on the loo and, like, I couldn't make it down quick enough. Like, blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm just here singing in the kitchen. So, like, I didn't hear him, like, making up all these excuses. Your man was standing there behind her. She let him in. I didn't hear him. And I'm there in, like, full pajama gear sitting on my kitchen table, like, 3 p.m. Probably, 4 p.m on like I I was I said it was a Sunday I think it was midweek to say <laughs> that I died the amount of bad experiences I've had with either delivery men random men that just show up to my door and women of course electricians window men I mean to say I'm traumatized and he thinks now that I was sitting on the loose that's why I couldn't reach him at the door for even though he was standing there for 10 minutes and I explained it like he was there for two ultimately bottom line Hannah's dying a slow death and honestly just pray for me and even though we're living on a floating rock I am extremely embarrassed to say the least so I wanted to to back up my statement okay of wanting to mass murder people on your period or just being a general psychopath I'm going to read out a text conversation that my friend sent me uh, between her and her brother uh, because it honestly made me cry laughing and I haven't asked her permission so hopefully when I ask her she'll let me include this because I'm honestly dying so her brother goes to her I'm genuinely terrified of you sometimes lol and she's like what why and he goes bro remember that time that you were crying your eyes out and then I got up to get you tissues we love a king um because your nose was runny and then I came back and you were like want to see me dance like Shakira like what the bleep was that If that doesn't explain what women are like on their periods, I don't know what is. I mean, we're honestly psychopaths, but like generalize it. Make it normal. Make it normal. If your girlfriend's like, I love you, but at the moment your breathing or the movement of your hand is honestly making me want to kill you, I think normalize it. I think that's perfectly normal. Now, obviously, if she does kill you, whatever, put her in jail. That's acceptable. But I just think make it normal. Make it normal. So, let's get into today's topic. So, I was sitting there thinking about all of the 1500 ideas that I have my phone saved for my podcast and I kind of wasn't loving any of them. I kind of I've been putting off making a podcast for a while because I really don't like coming on and talking about something that I'm not fully into at the time. Um but anyway, today we're talking about things that we were taught when we were young that I personally think is a bit toxic or that we need to kind of change. and um, again, disclaimer, these are completely my opinion, and in no way, shape, or form am I calling any parent a bad parent if they've taught you this thing. It's totally to do with society and just what we're all taught. But I just think things that are ha- kind of have been put into our heads as kids that I don't think are actually right. Um so right, okay. I've definitely asked everyone about this, so we'll get on to kind of questions and what you all think at the end. Again, follow the Instagram I always ask people's opinions and I kind of include them at the end so operation badass underscore on Instagram I do now have a Twitter can I remember it no I think it's operation badass but instead of the a on the ass bit, it's an x as far as I know okay let's get into it the first thing that I kind of thought of when I was thinking of this was and I'm gonna kind of make the statement it's a bit of a broad st- ba- statement statement but I'll explain okay we're taught that not everyone will like us. And then we're brought up in this kind of people pleaser society. Let me explain. So we're kind of taught when we're kids, you know, fair enough that not everyone will like us. I think definitely a lot of parents would be like, not everyone will like us. But I think sometimes as kids, we're kind of told, you know, I mean, there's a borderline, I was thinking about this myself so you know the way when you go out and your parents are like okay manners you know manners on us you know say thank you to you know the waitress thank you blah blah blah. that's basic manners obviously I agree with that but you know nearly like when you'd be like going to your granny's house and kind of your your mum or your dad I've never had this experience but just from kind of general knowledge that they'd be like oh you know your granny would like this dress so we should wear this and you're kind of very slightly like not intentionally I think but we're kind of taught kind of how to please people or to kind of say this because they'll like this or you know when it comes to a boy maybe when you start getting into kind of boy relationships and you ask people for advice they're kind of like well wear your hair like this because he'll like this or you know do this because he likes this and I think there's an element of that that's totally okay but I think as kids then we're kind of taught to do things for other people's sake you know like and not for ourselves. And um, nearly like, you know, studying maybe because our parents want us to and not because we actually want to. Now, there's a, obviously there's a borderline there as well. Like there's a very kind of strict borderline, I think, in all of these topics, because there's a certain amount your parents tell you to study, you should study. Um, and this is, you know, this is just an example. But, you know, are you actually doing it for yourself? or Are you doing it for them? Just certain things I think maybe we can look at and like things maybe we could We could call this episode Things That I Don't Want My Children to Learn, (laughs) possibly. um Because I just think, you know, if we were ever, if I was ever bringing my child out and, you know, I was kind of like, you know, they wanted to wear something and I wanted them to wear something else for someone else's benefit or, you know, to look good at an event because there's going to be people there that are blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's basic manners, I think, at a certain point to not show up to a wedding in a tracksuit, you know what I mean? But I think. Do you know what I'm kind of getting at? Hopefully you do. But, you know, we're taught that everyone's not going to like us. And then, but yet we're kind of brought up in this people pleaser society. So we kind of can't win whatever we do. Um, Let me know what you think about that one. It's kind of a bit of a controversial one. I'm kind of not sure what side I'm on, but I just thought it was interesting. Okay, second one is the difference between love and lust. And I don't think enough people understand this. And I definitely think a lot of young people find it very hard when they're kind of, let's just say, have their little flings or have their little boyfriends and girlfriends or whatever. And they don't really understand kind of the difference between that they just kind of lust this person and they don't actually love them. So I saw this TikTok also need to talk about my tiktok for you page is actually traumatizing me it's sending me about five like different love readings every day and it's telling me that i'm i've met my soulmate or i'm gonna meet my soulmate or i'm gonna have 10 kids and like it's honestly freaking me out because i don't plan on getting pregnant anytime soon but i'm literally on housewife tiktok like i have like cleaning videos coming up it's like what to do postpartum like great and i love that these videos are being like put out there but like why are they on my for you page are they trying to tell me something um okay difference between love and lust I again saw this TikTok and like it really kind of spoke to me it was just this video saying um love is if someone let's just say god forbid your partner got in a car crash and their face got completely mushed up and you would still love them the exact same um and lust is kind of just if that was to happen you'd be like oh I can't do this um, so kind of liking someone for looks in a way, but just kind of having a deeper emotional connection, I think, is kind of what do we need to explain that to our kids? I don't know, because maybe it's just nice and we let them have their flings and blah blah blah. But do they need to kind of know that, you know, this not that it's not real, I think that'd be traumatizing to try telling them what you're feeling isn't real, but you know, actually kind of explaining to them that, you know maybe looks aren't everything you know maybe you need to branch out and I don't know I mean (laughs) if you're sitting at home with a seven-year-old going Hannah I can't tell my seven-year-old that she's you know not in love she thinks this is her husband I mean totally go for it but maybe I don't know explaining to kids more that when you're actually in love it doesn't matter what they look like and maybe I don't know It might let them branch out and find their soulmates at a young age (laughs) I don't know but it's just an idea Okay so next thing is on it was actually the first idea that came to me when I thought about this and it's something that I'm really passionate about talking and I want to explain you know if you're a parent you're probably going to be like I'm going to kill you because you've got my daughter thinking this way now but honestly like it is so important that we start thinking like this so if you have a talent and let's just say art or modeling or you're thinking about anything like that as a future career that's not your basic doctor you know teacher blah, blah 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 and this whole idea of stable and unstable jobs and I'm kind of here to tell you that there actually isn't a difference is there is there such a thing as an una- unstable job yes but in every single industry it's to do with I think, again, this is personal opinion, but I do believe I'm right. (laughs) Of course I do. But kind of thinking that there's no way that you can make it in a modeling industry, in an acting industry, as a painter, as a, you know what I'm saying? You know, as kids, we're kind of taught that they're kind of unstable jobs, or that they won't make you money, or that it's hard to make it in that world. Obviously, it's going to be hard to make it in that world if you have that mindset. And it's all down to your mindset I'm telling you now it is all down to your mindset if you believe but if we all believe that you know it was hard to make it in the medical world it's hard to make it in any world but it's going to be 10 times even harder to make it in your field as a career if you have this blocked mindset and I think we really do just as a society in general I mean if your parents are like this is great go for it I mean thumbs up to them um, and I think do you know what M- most parents would be supportive no matter what kind of road you went down but we kind of have this thing that you know I don't know if you go and study drama that all you can really do is be a drama teacher because you know the acting world and I fully believe the acting world is is cruel and it is hard to make it I'm sure but at the same time if people have done it you can do it and if people haven't done it be the first to do it be the first to be you know the first successful beekeeper I don't know whatever you want to be if you have an idea if you have a passion for something why spend your life as an accountant just because your parents told you it was a stable job with a stable income and that's nothing against parents in general it's just what we're being told as a society and I think it's just so I don't know it, it makes no sense to me maybe because I have an open mind when it comes to that type of thing. But it's just, I you know, I think why there's a TikTok trend going around at the moment, and it's like it's this you, you come onto the video and you're like, um, yeah, I'll probably be an accountant whatsoever, and then it's like where my mind is, and it's loads of photos of either, you know, like models, Victoria Seeker models, or like, you know, actors or, you know, all these quote unquote unsustainable jobs that are seem like dreams or millions of miles away. And I don't know if you've ever noticed, but like on the, you know, I was as a kid when I was watching like Golden Globe or the Oscars or something. And they'd be standing there receiving their Oscar going, you know, you sitting on the couch, like you can do this because they're still kind of so in disbelief. I honestly believe they're so in disbelief because they were probably told that they couldn't make it, but they went, no, this is my dream. I can make it. It is possible. And that's why the likes of bloody Jim Carrey or blah, 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 or, you know, I just remember Jim Carrey making a speech, that's why he's an example, but that's where why they are the way they are today, because they've had this open mindset that they can make it, and they know that they can make this their job. I just think, what a waste of life to, you know, if you want to be an environmentalist, or you want to be like David Attenborough, I've seen loads of people that are, want to be like, you know, like a, I don't know the right word, like a discoverer or something, like they want to be with the animals, I know they want to be like a, marine biologists let's just say and go and live in the wild or something When they end up being these doctors or these you know shopkeepers I there's nothing wrong and if that's your calling if that's what you want to do with your life I'm like oh my god so totally go do it but if you have this dream and this passion why confuse yourself why push yourself down the nine to five office job road if that's genuinely what you want you get one life um, you life is short and honestly you know unless you don't believe that you have more than one life I mean that's a whole different thing of bloody reincarnation but you know what I mean in this lifetime you only get one chance to do what you really want in this lifetime why waste it on a boring job I think it's the exact same for any parents and I think it's never too late I totally admire and I think they're dead right people in their their forties, their fifties, their sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, going and going back to college or going and following their dreams because it's actually never too late to do that, and it is actually really easy to make your dreams a reality with the right mindset. And a hundred percent, all you need is confidence and real trust and belief in yourself. Um, you know, we're kind of when you're a kid, it's kind of you know you 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 tend to have. A very similar mindset to your parents and when you get older you kind of tend to branch out more and you kind of have your own opinions in your own mind no matter what happens in life if you've got your own back and you genuinely trust and believe in yourself and you have your own back it doesn't matter who's in your life it doesn't matter where you go doesn't matter what you do if you honestly believe in yourself and you just trust in yourself and you have confidence and you trust that whatever is meant to happen will happen taking guided action you can't just obviously sit on your bum and expect it all to come to you guided action. It is so key to doing whatever you want in your life. I mean, I know this is probably quite motivational and exciting, but if you're sitting there going, I just want to do this. Why am I at my job? What is the point? You're wasting every second that you sit there not enjoying your life. You know, are you going to want to be bloody 50 sitting there going, you know, I have my stable job. I was able to support my kids. I had my family, you know, I love them, but I never genuinely listened to my heart and followed myself. Look, things will be thrown in the way. We talked before about, you know, setting up a business and a truck driving through the front door. It will happen. But the universe tests you. It honestly does. I totally believe this, that the universe, when they see you do something brave, they want to select the few that are honestly the bravest, the most courageous, that will not stop until they get what they want. And inevitably the universe will get up and they'll they'll give up and they'll stop putting things in your way and they'll just go, okay, you win. You're selected. You're within our brave few and we're not going to keep putting things in your way because inevitably there's going to be obstacles along the way. But I believe in you and retrain your brain. It is so easy to retrain your brain into a mindset of getting rid of the stigma of, stable and unstable jobs a job is a job a career is a career and you can make it I honestly believe in anything you want to do you were meant to hear this you were meant to hear me telling you this so take it as a sign if you need to but honestly I think it's something we need to retrain our brains about okay we're gonna go on to the next few that was a bit of a rant I know but it was a very necessary rant um okay next thing I think Personally, there is still a big stigma around, and I think nearly as a kid, I mean, it it's normalised, but I just don't know if it's normalised enough. Um, body hair. Okay, so you know, and if you've been listening to the podcast up now, you know I don't mince my words, and I talk about everything. Body hair seems to be like this real kind of embarrassing thing, and you know, I kind of still believe it as normal. I mean, I. I'd like to think that I think of it as normal and natural, but I still think we're a little bit kind of secretive of it in, in a way. And I think so many people, like even looking at my friends and stuff, like they'd get so embarrassed if like they didn't shave their armpits properly or like their hair, their legs were not completely hairless. And like, I know this is weird to talk about, but I'm like, why? Why is it weird to talk about? It's completely natural. It's like the hair that grows in your head. I mean, everyone has body hair. It's completely normal. And Honestly, I mean, I'm in the opinion, if you don't want to shave it, don't shave it. Especially like, I see women and I'm like, you are amazing. Now, personally, I shave because, (laughs) you're getting the full details, but I shave because, you know, and I think a lot of people shave because they find it more sanitary, they find it more comfortable. But honestly, 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 if you're a young person listening to this, it is your choice and it is nothing. It like, it is in the right of no one. Um, And I wish more people told me that when I was younger. And that's why I'm doing this, purely for the fact that if you're younger and you're listening to this, you do not have to shave. You don't have to shave. Body hair is completely normal. It's completely natural. And if someone has an issue with it, especially a boy or a girl or someone that you might be interested in, if they have an issue with it, uh, sayonara, sucker, get away from me, absolutely no, and it's a big, uh, it's a big red flag if they have an issue with something so petty and small like that, um, and I just love seeing, like, you know, women and stuff, you know, online, definitely, like, just embracing their body hair and just, you know, like, just going for it, I mean, it might sound like a bloody, like, you know, live in the forest kind of, like, quirky vibe, but I just think, I mean, am I a raging feminist that will probably grow out their armpit hair just to prove a point at some point? Hell yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I personally do it for sanitary reasons. I do find it more clean and I'm a bit of a clean freak, but do whatever the heck you want. If you don't want to shave, don't shave. And that comes in with the thing as well. If you don't want to wear a bra, and I I know these probably are more specific to women, but like, if you don't want to wear a bra, free the nip don't wear a bra I mean like like everyone's like oh you know like I don't really want to wear a bra but like they might you know be able to see through my top let's just say who gives a, like everyone has them unfortunately well every female has boobs unfortunately that's just the way it goes and I mean you're probably cringing so much at me right now going Hannah this is so weird why are you talking about this but I'm just like why isn't it normal every single person on the planet how many women is there like something there's like the 7 billion people on the planet right or am i sounding really dumb do i need to google this now is this something i need to google but 7 billion so let's just say half of them are women Isn't that half? i think it's half well like surely it's happy jappy okay happy jappy <laughs> right let's just say 3.5 billion women on the planet and every single one probably most of them wear a bra when a lot of them don't I mean some people might find it more uncomfortable I understand if you're a lady with a bigger chest I understand I well I don't but I I because I'm not blessed in that region but I I get you do you know what I mean that it's probably more comfortable but like I am a bit built like an 11 year old boy so I wasn't really blessed with a large chest so I can go running without a bra I can just honestly free the nip and I think it is wonderful and I like since I've got my back surgery it has been so uncomfortable for me to wear a bra so I've kind of come to the conclusion why the hell would I put myself through discomfort literally for an item of clothing and I mean sometimes in some cases you wear a dress blah blah blah, and you're kind of like oh for god's sake I'm kind of gonna have to wear a bra but who the hell cares if people want to look let them look it's a natural body part and I think make it normal please. Something else I definitely fell into the trap of when I was younger was thinking there was a huge difference between kind of like cool and uncool clothes and I think like lots of kids nowadays like feel so much pressure and like you know I suppose in a way I mean I'm blessed oh my god I'm on another squeaky chair I'm sitting on a chair in my sitting room right now and it's honestly one of my favorite places in my whole house and it was my great grandmother's chair I think but it is a bit squeaky but I love it for its squeakiness and you know me I love a good squeaky chair but it honestly if you can hear creaking you know it kind of has a memory in the creak. you know it's not like my normal one that I record on where it's just creaking because it's just a bit banjaxed but like this one's just Honestly, I mean, the creek has history in it, you know, without getting too dramatic or extreme. The history is in the creek. Um, Okay, what was I talking about? Right, cool and uncool clothes. I think sometimes when a fashion trend comes out, because of the way our world and society works at the moment, it's just, there's always going to be a trend, there's always going to be the cool thing to wear, there's always going to be the cool brands, and everyone's just going to cling on to them really fast. And I don't think there's an issue before I like kind of go into this if you genuinely like the fashion trends that come out I mean I follow half of them as well so I mean I'm totally you know I'm trying to kind of step outside of my comfort zone a bit and just kind of find things I like but you know if you honestly like a fashion trend that comes out and you wear it go for it I think but when we're younger especially I don't know if we kind of explore our fashion sense I think we kind of just go with the latest thing that comes out in the sports shops or you know the latest runners or like blah 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 or like you know you know when you see a trend come out it's you go into a shopping center it's in Zara it's in H&M it's in Guy, like it's everywhere you know what I mean and you kind of it's in all the shops then you kind of just got to go for it I wish as a kid I was like more into like thrifting and that type of thing and actually kind of found clothes that I like because I definitely half the time bought clothes that I didn't even genuinely like just to kind of fit in or just to kind of, you know, follow the trend. I mean, if you have your eye on a pair of, you know, 60 euro ASICs and you think they're really cool, why won't you wear them? Now, I'm being a hypocrite because I have literally such bad feet. Like, my arches, I don't have an arch, like in my foot, which is probably sounds a bit weird, but I just, my feet are just flat, like they have no arch and trigger rewarding feet. <laughs> my mum was like, that oh, we have to get you fitted for like proper like ASICs. And I was like, I can't because I literally have has bullied a friend for years, for literally, not for years, well, probably for about two years for wearing a pair of ASICs. I just think they're the funniest looking things. Now, I don't actually bully people, don't worry. But I always just have a laugh and a joke about it because I think they look like hiking runners. And um, I'm a bit of a hypocrite in that front. But like, who cares what I think? If I think ASICs runners look a bit like funky that's my opinion if you want to wear your ASICS runners go for it like stop following the Nike trends if you don't like them like the newest Nikes comes out and it's like everyone wants them everyone needs to get them if you genuinely like them and you think they're fab like I want a pair of Nike Air Jordans so bad and me and my mum were like having a conversation about this because she was like they were so not in trend like four years ago or three or four years ago and I had this conversation with you literally offering to buy you a pair and you were like no I wouldn't be caught dead in them because they weren't a trend at the time and now I'm like obsessed with them because everyone's wearing them and I actually realizing that they're fab and I really want a pair like of you know those painted ones you can get them on Depop like you can kind of buy a pair of Jordans and Like the Nike Air ones, and kind of get them painted whatever colours you want. And I really want them like brown and red and green, which is everyone's like, that's a bit weird, but (laughs) they're just the colours I want them in. Also, a friend of mine got a pair of them, and he's so psychotic about them. That he made me stand on the path with him. Like, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but if he's listening, like you know who you are. But he wouldn't stand on the grass in fear of getting them grass stained. And like he literally treats them like his children and he will not get them stained or creased and like literally has a mental breakdown if they get like, you know, marked in any way. So don't think I'm that bad when it comes to runners. But look, if you're young and you're listening and you're kinda like, Oh, I've had my eye on this, I've had my eye on that, like I really want my fashion sense to be like this or like that. I'm so bad for just going what the fashion trends are like but I'm trying to step outside my comfort zone and actually kind of like look go you know sustainable fashion as well I'm trying to get into thrifting way more because I know as much as I want to give in to fast fashion I'm kind of like no you know because they're what's everyone's buying but it's more sustainable I know it's more eco-friendly to kind of go thrift shopping and that type of thing thrift shopping I'm sounding like an American but like you know what I mean to go like to a charity shop and just kind of Buy second hand and that type of thing and some of the clothes are really good like and they're really high quality um so why not why not if you think something is really ugly but you're like I could make it work I mean that's what I'm trying to do anyway Emma Chamberlain talks about it all the time I know I am obsessed with her. I talk about her all the time on this podcast but she kind of talks all the time about giving herself a challenge of making ugly pieces look nice and I honestly do that and my friend gave out to me because she was like half of your wardrobe is literally loads of statement pieces you don't buy any basics because I try and buy these pieces and I'm like challenging myself to make them look good but we roll we go at it but if you're young and you're listening to this and you're like you know what I've really had my eye on that card again um, or I've really had my eye on those Asics trainers don't mind what I say I mean I so wouldn't be goddamn dead in them oh my god it's so bad but if you have your eye on them I mean when I think about it now like I slagged a friend as well for literally wearing um the like what are they called Skechers go walk because <laughs> I was like they're granny runners and she's like I love them they're so comfy so I need to stop being a hypocrite and I need to work on this too Okay, something else I definitely want to talk about. I was having a conversation uh, with my dad about this. And he was kind of saying that he definitely thinks the stigma has kind of gotten better. um, But it's still kind of around. And I think I want to talk about it. Well, I know I want to talk about it. So, you know, kind of, I think, I don't know, maybe it's more that it's more to do with women nowadays. And it's gotten better for men. I'm not sure. But let me know what you think. But, you know the way kind of in the business world or like in the top end business world or even just in general, that kind of tattoos and piercings are seen as like really unprofessional. And I was having my talk with my dad about it and he was kind of saying, you know, like 10, 15 years ago, if you had a, like only kind of like thugs and like, you know, people that were seen as thugs, I'm not saying like, you know, actual thugs, but you know, people that had tattoos were seen as gangsters and all this and blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't really like professional. And I I kind of think it still isn't. And maybe sometimes in... I don't agree with this, but maybe I think you know, especially women with a lot of tattoos would be seen as kind of like unladylike, or with a lot of piercings would be seen as unladylike when it's literally something you're choosing to do. You're just decorating your body. I think that's fabulous. I mean, am I really into tattoos? I don't know if I get them, but it's completely up to you. I mean, I haven't decided yet. I mean, I'm not old enough to get a tattoo, but will I get one? I don't know. I see. I really like the tattoos that kind of like mean something or like I really want to get matching tattoos with my parents I know that's really like cringy but I don't know or like with my best friend or something I think they're kind of like they're cute and it's kind of like you have a little thing on your body that's kind of the same I don't know um I don't know if I'd get like a full sleeve of tattoos but I just don't think that's my style but I'm like if that's your style 100% embrace it and I think it says nothing to do with how professional or unprofessional you are. I definitely disagree. I disagree with that. I think it's it says nothing to do with how you are kind of, you know, professionally or ladylike. I'm doing my speech bubble things because we need to get rid of the ladylike stigma. But you know what I'm talking about. I think it says nothing about you really, it just says kind of how you want to decorate yourself. Um so I definitely disagree with that. Okay. Right. This kind of ties in with kind of things we need to well this whole episode is kind of things we need to stop teaching young people so that just society in general won't believe it but I definitely think young people need to stop worrying about their future being right or wrong and just start worrying and focusing on guided action um that's a bit of a broad statement so let me explain I was kind of sitting this morning and I was looking at the window it's extremely rainy today but I was looking at the window kind of going do you know what yeah and myself my granny and we we're having a conversation we we're going you know life just goes past too short too fast and too short life is too short but it goes by too fast and we were talking about you know like memories as like me as a kid and we were like it doesn't even seem like that long ago and I think sometimes we life is always going to go fast but I think it goes slower when we start living in the moment and I know that kind of seems very obvious but I think our whole our the way our society is built for kids anyway is kind of like one thing leads on to the next leads on to the next like you know you're, you're a kid and you know your baby and then it's you know let's get her on to um him or her or they you know onto play school and then you you're you're focusing on finishing one year of play school and then the second year of play school and then it's into you know um primary school and then you have primary school and then it's let's get into secondary school and fifth and sixth year and you know let's go into college then and it's always looking ahead like let's let's have money let's have money you know set aside for university and what you want to do and plan it and there's kind of the do's and don'ts there's the rights and wrongs and obviously you have to be prepared for your future that goes without saying but I think we need to kind of stop telling people that there's a right or definitely young kids that there's a right and wrong with your future. I think there's just, uh, it works out. Everything works out in the end. I think it's just, you know, this is the way you're meant to go. We kind of tell kids, or this is where you have to go. You have to, you know, finish your 19 years of school and then go into a job and that's the right way. And that's not the way it works for everyone. You know, not everyone goes to college. Um, great example. Um, Simon Harris. I mean, he's, you know, you'll know him if you're, Irish or you're into Irish politics and he's one of our biggest politicians he's oh my god this is so bad is he minister for further education and he never went to college he just went straight into politics and he just loves it he was minister for health like thing and now he's minister for further education or just any education in general I don't know I'll have to check up on that one but he's he was a he still is a local TD as far as I know no I'm getting so confused by politics do they not become a local TD anymore if they kind of go into the big politics <laughs> I don't know anyway the man's local and he's lovely and I'm a big fan but that's we're not getting into politics because that could get controversial but look just an example he has done really well for himself he's everyone knows him in Ireland. And he's done really well, he's good, he's successful in his job, and he never went to college um and He does really lows for college students now he's really into it, and it doesn't make him any worse or better at his job than anyone else that went to college. That just wasn't his path. He just went straight into politics, that's what he was good at, and that's what he wanted to do, and that was his passion and He didn't you know have to follow the so-called right way. There is no good or bad way to do your life it's your life it just happens the way it happens and you will be successful if you believe in yourself honestly I do believe in it um start focusing on guided action um I talk about this all the time and it's just what I mean by guided action is guided action could be from a god that you believe in maybe that could be your version of guided action it could just be from the universe in general or it could just be what happens to you fate Uh, oh my god I just choked myself that happens multiple times in the podcast I mean am I cutting it out now I mean it's so could you call it unprofessional could you call it unprofessional choking on yourself I don't know like I think do you know what Simon Harris if you're listening to this I think keeping choking and burping that should stay in the pod in your speeches or you know like prime Prime minister oh my god can you tell how good I am politics our T shock, like Michal Martin, like, I think you need to, like, keep, stop cutting the coughs out. Like, what if he was doing a speech live? Uh, hold on now. Tell me you get sidetracked when I tell you me get sidetracked. I know I get sidetracked. But, like, you know, what if he just made a speech and it just, you know, he coughed? And, like, we didn't cut it out. I think, it, I don't know. It shows more humanity, it shows more real. Um, but guided action. What happens will happen. If it's meant to happen to you, it will. And I think the more you adapt that mindset, the less anxious you get. I definitely, I get less anxious about my future when I just kind of say to myself, or when I feel myself getting anxious or worrying about the future, I just kind of go, I can just do what I do in the moment when things come to me. And if it's meant to happen, it bloody will. Also, okay, and I'll leave you with this. Now, this is my last thing I want to talk about, and then we'll get into kind of what everyone else has to say. Um, I I'm giving this advice constantly and this is something I'm still working on and don't think that I'm good at this because I'm absolutely not but it's something I'm working on myself. I am a huge perfectionist and when you're listening to me you're probably like she doesn't give to to teddy bears you know what I'm, I want to say I want to say beep but like you know we're keeping it PG she doesn't give an absolute beep about anything you're probably thinking that and with the certain you know societal things I don't because I try not to get into that but get give in to that but when it comes to expectations of myself I have the bar so high and I put so much pressure on myself and I think something that I want to work out and something I definitely want to give to my kids and let them understand is lowering the bar lowering the expectations and this doesn't mean that you don't believe in yourself because lord knows that and you guys know that I believe in myself but lowering the bar lowering the pressure I think gives nearly more room for growth and this can this can apply to anything this can apply to school this can apply to just life in general lowering the bar if you need to cancel on someone cancel on someone if you need to you know if you can't make it today or all you can do today is just get up and make yourself food, go for a walk and go back into bed, lower the bar. Like that's seen as such a failure. It's seen as like a, a failure of a day or a failure of a, well, I would see it as that in my perfectionist ways, which is definitely not the right way. But you know what I mean? It's seen as like an unsuccessful day or, you know, if you're genuinely happy in your life, if you, you know, Just do okay and you just barely get by, and you know, you're you're not a you know, extremely wealthy, extremely poor. If you're just you're just getting by, but that honestly makes you happy, and you're seen to just have this simple normal life, but that just makes you happy. Then what who are we to judge? Lower the bar, lower the expectations. That does not mean that you can't do amazing, you can't do exceptional, you can't be Utterly amazing in everything you do, but maybe you're utterly amazing at ham sandwich making, and like that's just your thing. But that's seen as such a low expectation thing, but that's what you're genuinely good at. That's what makes you happy. So lower the bar. There is so much, especially with kids, there's just so much pressure um to look a certain way, to be a certain way, to become a certain thing, to have this certain personality type. Everyone is different lower the bar, lower the expectations, you know, it's okay to just do okay, it's okay to just be normal at something, to just be average at something, me definitely as a kid, and this has nothing to do with my parents, they never put pressure on me, if anything, they've been constantly trying to lower the bar for me throughout my life, but I just kind of gave in to constantly having to be on top of everything, you know, it, I was such a freak about everything, I was such a. There was such a high bar that I put on everything throughout my life and it never kind of I never really got excited then at achievements I find myself still to this day like you know still to this day <laughs> kind of you know nearly not being able to enjoy achievements because it's like on to the next thing or I could have done better why do I do it to myself and why do we do it to ourselves it's just ah. Oh take the pressure off. It's okay to just be okay things. It's okay to just be bad at things. Lower the bar. And as well, I was talking before about, you know, like cancelling on people. I don't know, but as a younger person, I feel like I would have loved to be told. And if you're a younger person listening, it's okay to not be free for someone. If someone, you know, can't accept that you need some space or you need some time, and we've definitely talked about this before, I know, but they're not there for you fully. Um, and they're not necessarily a good friend or a good family member or a good person in your life. Um, people, you know, it's okay to have boundaries, even as a kid. I think teach your kids more. Oh my God, this is, I sound like a bloody parenting coach. I'm not telling you how to parent. Um, but you know what I mean? We need to teach kids more that, you know, healthy boundaries that they have to set. Because we all set healthy boundaries with our kids, you know, parents have boundaries with kids, kids have boundaries with parents. But you know, kids kind of nearly be without, you know, again, there's a fine line, we don't need the kids being psychos being like, no, you know, you need to give me my personal space bubble. I mean, we don't want our kids to be stuck up their own house. But (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, there has to be a certain amount of boundaries and teach your kid it's okay to say no it's okay to kind of you know say no I don't want to play today if they really don't want to play today you know and there doesn't have to be so much you know depth and it's good for your mental health and even though it is you know the kid doesn't need to understand all that yet maybe the kid just needs to understand you know what it's okay if I don't feel like playing today and it's okay to have you know a sick day or it's okay to not do great in my project because I'll you know I'll do good in the next one I don't know it's just an idea but I I personally think we need to work on it let's get into what you had to say so I put up on my Instagram story again to follow the Instagram operation badass underscore and I was kind of asking you guys what you thought and kind of what your feelings were or anything that you thought things that we were taught as kids that were just a little bit toxic so okay first one and these were really interesting and thank you to everyone um that kind of put things on um okay someone said that girls can't play soccer okay totally agree Um, that there's kind of like girls and boys sports um but why does there have to be just let there be sports I totally agree with that um oh my god this one is oh my god it's hitting home that boys have an excuse to misbehave because that's what boys do or boys will be boys oh my god this is so true young girls all the time and maybe if you're a boy you don't really understand this um a boy could be properly like bullying you and it would be like oh you know he just because just he fancies you um no 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 and for some reason I think young boys actually do do it sometimes because they like you which is like why I will never understand um but maybe that's just because I'm a girl but uh, look I don't know um but you know it shouldn't be let off as acceptable just because they might fancy it or oh she's he's just young and he's just blah 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 I mean I know certainly my parents never let anyone they were like no they're on it completely like they would never let anyone be mean to me and I kind of never stood up for it either if someone was mean to me I was like it's regardless of you you know fancying me wouldn't blame you um but you're still not allowed to be mean to me um so definitely don't just say boys will be boys um okay the next one I think this is the one that like just kind of like hit me really hard um someone said to congratulate people when they lose weight okay I think there's two sides to this I think on one side we're teaching people that it's good to lose weight and maybe that's not a good thing but I think on the other side if people have gone through a big weight loss journey I think that's a journey in their life that needs to be celebrated because a lot of hard work has been put into it so possibly there is a good side to it there But at the same time, it's like, you know, is it a good thing? But then if they did it for their health, it's like they kind of had to do it. I don't know. There's a lot of sides to it. I'm going to sit here and have a little debate about it. I don't know. There's kind of, there's so many sides to it. I think, you know, that's a journey. But if someone goes on a mental health journey, then do we, do we congratulate them as much? Like, do we congratulate people for you know, going to therapy and coming out and being a whole new person or starting their life again? I think we do. So I don't know that I'm leaving that up to to discussion. What do you guys think? Um, okay. Um, someone else said you can't pee in the same bathroom. Okay. So is this kind of like, I'm presuming this is like a, we shouldn't have like a boys and girls bathroom. Possibly we should just have a general bathroom. I mean, yeah, I can see that. I mean, I think we're definitely becoming more, you know, adaptable to this and possibly people who are non- non-binary or don't identify as a gender, a, ge- a gender, a gender or maybe people who just feel like they don't want to use a specific label or a term. I think we're definitely becoming a lot more, you know, acceptable, Well, not accept accepting. We should be accepting. Um, but I think we're definitely becoming more adaptable. Um which is all for it, all good. Um, I don't know. I think you could debate both sides that maybe, you know, people just kind of, you know, women, because purely for the fact that there's, you know, different down below parts that it's easier for it to be separated or to make it more, you know, like sanitary bins maybe in one and, you know, urinals and the other, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But maybe we just need to put it all in the one but then would we would people then be going crazy in the bathrooms that's what I'm asking I don't know I don't know that's that's a good interesting someone else said the boys will be boys again we totally agree with this oh my god okay right this one said um I when the teacher comes in and asks I need some strong boys to carry the table oh my god okay so in primary school you know we all know that moment when you know, another teacher would come in looking for, like, helpers, let's just say, and be like, I need some strong boys to help me out, and all the girls are looking around, I know, Daphne is a girl, half the time, the boys that she'd pick, we'd know, would be like, we're stronger than half of them, I'm like, (laughs) this has nothing to do with, like, God knows I'm not judging or anything, but, you know, it's just such a normal, that it's like, well, what if this girl could be really strong, I mean, I know a girl in my year, who kind of, she um if you're listening to this, I think you're so amazing, but um she did like um something like a hundred and something push ups on sports day and like the bloody um um and i'm not congratulating her just because she's a girl, don't get me wrong, but she beat like all the six year boys on like the amount of push ups or something that she could do. I might have got that wrong but she I think she won like the competition it was like the push-up competition and there you know no one would have if a teacher would have come into the class they wouldn't have picked her um to carry the tables or something even though she's so strong and she's so you know but it's just because she's a girl it's like mm, no you know you wouldn't pick her from standing out in a crowd but then again is that you know the teacher's fault if she's just kind of coming in and she's just kind of looking around and who would be the strongest I don't know I don't know but then again I mean I have a my best friend she's slightly smaller than me and I'm 5'3 so like I'm I'm small she's probably about 5'2 and you know I would be you know more scared of her in a fight than a six foot two bouncer so you know I think you know stop leaving everything up to appearance um I totally agree um that parents are always right Someone else said um that is 100% true um I think you know it's respectful to you know listen to your parents wishes um and that you know but at the same time parents aren't perfect and they're gonna make mistakes and that doesn't mean you don't have to not listen to them but I think it means that you know there always has to be some sort of respect there you can probably hear my chair squeaking again history in the squeak um but you know they're gonna make mistakes does that mean you don't listen to them or you don't respect them no no definitely not um I don't think so but I think no they're not always going to be right that's very true and you're allowed to have your own opinions a hundred percent but at the end of the day your parents are your parents and they did bring you into the world um did anyone ever hear that saying it's like I can bring you I brought you into the world I can bring you out just as fast <laughs> I think parents say that when they get mad or something but yeah no definitely um someone else said looking out for help is attention seeking yeah, I 100% agree with this. Um, Or reaching out or kind of, you know, being desperate for help is attention-seeking. I think we definitely, in general, need to kind of realise that reaching out for help is okay. Like, it really is. Um, And it's, you know, you're not going to be able to do everything on your own. You can't take the whole world on your shoulders. And I definitely need to get out of this as well. Um, Someone said, and I'm going to leave you with this one. Someone said, this is oh, when someone asked a classmate to, oh, sorry, when you asked a classmate to pass the skin tone pencil, um, and they knew it was kind of the creamy looking one, showing that there's only one skin colour, and not including other races, okay, this is so true, and I think I used to do this, 100%, I think we all used to do this, and I think it, it, like, would it be, could you call it kind of like, In like class internalised racism I don't know I don't know but I definitely when I said it as a kid there was no sort of you know racist behaviour intended to go behind that it was just that you know when you when you call the skin colour pencil skin colour it was because it was your skin colour but that's definitely wrong because then we're you know I'm white, so I'm going Is that me in a way saying that everyone's white and I'm not including other people? I totally see where you're coming from. Um and I think there'd be no harm in just kind of saying to kids, I mean, I don't think, you know, we should be giving out to them or anything. I don't think they actually realise what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I think there's complete innocence behind that. And I think there's just, you know, if you're being brought up in a society with mostly white people you'd be you'd kind of recognize that as the general skin color but i think we definitely need to educate kids more on that um that is so true um and maybe just kind of you know you hear a younger brother and sister and you just kind of maybe not well you kind of correct them a bit and say well yes that's your skin color but we don't say that because it's not everyone's skin color something like that maybe um but yeah no i totally agree and it is it's toxic but you know one of our many toxic things um that we have in society that hopefully i hope to god one day will be changed for maybe not my children but maybe my great 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 grandchildren fingers crossed but anyway it is torrential raining outside when i mean lashing but i hope you enjoyed today's episode on what i don't want my kids to learn i don't know what we'll call it toxic things were taught when we were young toxic things were taught as children maybe I'll, yeah, no, maybe I'll call it that. Um, we'll have a think about it. I hope you enjoy it. Code phrase for today is going to be, I think I'm going to do lower the bar because we talked about lowering the bar and lowering expectations. And I think, I think just today in general is just kind of expectations that are put on us as kids um, that maybe we just need to relook at. Maybe we just need to be a bit kinder on ourselves about. So be kind to yourself this week. Code phrase is lower the bar and you can pop the code phrase up I'll have a little comment box on my Instagram and you just kind of pop it in there just let me know that you've listened and just for the little bit of support but thank you honestly for showing up and listening and I hope you have an honestly honestly great week couple of weeks couple of days however long until I'm talking to you next um and have a great day try not to embarrass yourself like I did. And if you do, just know that it's okay and we'll get through it together. And I'll see you next time.